Hello and welcome on in. Welcome back for another Wednesday. It is your favorite wrestling show. We're back once again. Uh, it is Wrestling Brain. I'm your boy, the Zoobs, joined as always across the country for the uh, the Wrestling Brain himself, Mr. Josh Custodio. We are here on Wednesday to talk AEW Dynamite. It's the AE Double Dudes. And uh, as Josh said, riding with the hot hand, riding, going, go, going extreme host Zoobs mode uh it's exciting i'm excited you pitched a, a zoobs night to me tonight i thought flattered quite frankly uh so i can't wait to get into dynamite uh thank you to the brainiacs in the chat look at that look at the heads look at the look at the heads look at the brains uh beautiful night to be right here watching wrestling and talking wrestling and listening to us talk wrestling after watching wrestling it's wrestling brain i'm excited I hope you're excited, and I hope more than anything, come on, my co-host. That's how you do it. You want to get things going? You sub. You sub at fifty-five. You sub. Thank you for starting it off, getting the ball rolling. Dynamite um, is so like back. Dynamite is so back. There you go. Um, come on, Josh. Pure mind. Like waiting. You need to be introduced, right? Is, is what we're is what we're playing here? No, <laughs> no. I don't need to be. It would be shocking to me if somebody watching this channel wasn't aware. It, doing an intro is almost just like a. And uh, what do you say? An exercise in narcissism. Well, part I mean, of me was part of me was like, if I, what if I, literally, what if I went and I talked for fifteen minutes straight? Would like, would you be so polite as to wait for an official introduction before you interjected? Because there was a couple times there where you, you're ready to be thrown to, and then I kept going, and you were like, acting things out. Do you, do you feel the need at the top of the show? Let's get this out of the way first. Is it better for you if I throw to you in an official way to start? Do you want to be teed up? Because you have all the great sayings. So many no. great things ready, usually. No, no, no. Tonight, as everybody in the chat rightfully knows, is Zoob's night. So for me to force the normal parameters that I prefer, <laughs> that's not True. what this is about. Uh, in terms of needing, if you would have gone 15 minutes, you said, would I be polite enough? I'm telling you, I would have let you go the 15 minutes, but I don't know if it would be an adventure in politeness. It would be a re resident Catholic guilt being like, I talk too much on this show. Uh, th if this guy wants to go long for once too long, uh, we'll, we'll let that road never run out. Great to be here, Zoobs. The, the ch season premiere energy on Dynamite tonight I thought anyway. Hmm. Uh, very excited to get through it with you and the Brainiacs on Zoob's night. <laughs> you're a, it's a sight for sore eyes. You're a, you're you're a sound for for sore ears. Then to have you, obviously you were here on Monday night. Nobody misses Monday night programming. You got to get the uh, the groundbreaking, uh, earth shaking events that happen every Monday over there on uh, WBCW Big Night again this week. But, I mean, people, you, 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 we went solo for the all-in. Haven't seen you basically on the AEW Strictly beat in a minute. A lot has happened between here and there. People excited to see you. I know it. You and I have spoken lots about it, but you're actually just making me realize we haven't spoken on air since CM Punk got fired, I did my okay. Patreon piece with RL. You did, it is a really nice piece, I thought, on here in your solo call-in show. I can't actually remember how it came up. Somebody called in about that or you got it out the way out of the top. But I thought you did 15 minutes on uh, the Punk firing. That was really nice. But you're right. That feels like a lifetime ago, Punk being fired. It wasn't even last Wednesday. What was it, last Friday? No. Last Saturday? S Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Oh, Saturday my afternoon. God. I know. Time she does move, anyway. but no, Zoobs, uh, it is great to be back. You're a sight for sore eyes. Me, you, and Maddie Pie, too. Uh, 
of course you mentioned it and should be mentioned uh, a great job on the patreon patreon.com slash j0shc you'll notice a pattern with me josh is if if cm punk is is destroying the, i have to I, at that point it's like I'm, I'm never online enough in situations like that that's um, almost how we summon you to the discord it's like oh there's punk news yeah. and all of a sudden zooms is the most active poster in the world it's like what's the minutia folks you go into baseball trade trends people i can't be online enough in those situations i hear you like i was texting uh people and being like i need you to be more online for the next two hours do you understand what i mean like you need to be you need to be finding everything that's funny about this and we need to be flooding each bring other your a game um, everybody we're on this is what we live for the byproduct of that is by wednesday you're like okay well it's done spent it <laughs> it's like literally the first dynamite since but it hasn't really been a part of dynamite but yeah um Interesting show to get to, lots to get to. We'll, of course, be uh, breaking the whole thing down. Fun game tonight, lots to do. Keep it or kick it. Great chat, as always. The soundboard um, is here for you, for us. The creator of that soundboard as well, Mr. Matty, is uh, in the back uh, making it happen. And he teased on Twitter. Man, do you have anything, any extra tease about the new sound alert that's available tonight? It... Um... It's short and mm. sweet. It's one of the Not this one, though. <laughs> it's short. It's sweet. It's one of the demons. Everyone was. I summoned the demon. I summoned the demon. We ruined our sound alerts with this one. This is, we're a one-hit wonder band. We're I-465 and this is a blue. The demon doesn't want to be bothered with. The demon wants to continue to fight, but right off the... One the face <laughs> of the demon. Meanwhile, as doctors are working with the demon, Edge now is uh, Edge is looking for more weapons. Edge is looking for more weapons. What else does he need? But, uh, what like, else does he need? The demon ascending yet again. Get down from there! Get down from there! The demon doesn't want to be bothered. The demon is still through the table. The demon's still. The demon's getting back up. Who are you? Who am I? I'm Double J. It's In the city double of Angels. That is you Double J. You know a show plan? <laughs> Short and sweet. Thank you. Thank you, Cadenza. <laughs> well, that's very good. Wow, Edge is, Edge is just a go-to sound alert money for us. <laughs> I well, don't when know we how. need to hit sound alert, we go to Edge Chopin. <laughs> Edge Chopin. I was, <laughs> I was thinking it being, uh, it being September, and we're like getting into the fall. We're getting into like Q3, Q, like end of Q3, beginning of Q4. For all my spreadsheet heads, you out think there. you know a show plan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is one thing to get out of this? <laughs> 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 the Hundred and seventy five minutes was a choice. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. I was gonna say was 
you know, we do the year end show and we look at all the stuff. Like yeah. I literally can't wait to see what percentage of our channel earnings is the demon sound alert. I can't wait to <laughs> way see what percentage of our shows is the demon sound alert. <laughs> End of the year, it's like some subs, some nights where people were really generous with gifted, and then <laughs> week in, week out, thousand bits from demon <laughs> for like six months straight. <laughs> Speaking of money, we would love if you were here for your first time, you'd hit that follow button. If you were here for a repeat time, we would love if you would subscribe or gift a sub. It's the most direct way to support the channel. You can reach into your pocket or do it through Amazon Prime. You get one free Twitch subscription if you do it through there. Uh, and we'd love if you'd choose to use it on us. Zoobs, I see people complimenting my duck shirt in the chat. Thank you. I ordered this shirt in April. Don't know if you've ever had this happen. Had this And forgot I had ordered this shirt. And, mm -hmm. and it arrived. It's a, it's a great Soprano shirt. Look at that. A plus. Yeah, boot full mark. On Instagram. Shout out. I tried to. Uh... And now, folks, it's time to say good night. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope. <laughs> Does anyone <laughs> know what the fuck that was? Yeah, that credits. was that was the end credits of Dynamite, I suppose. Um, oh. It's uh, because I watch it on uh, beeped dot beep. And uh, mm. I always forget to close it. So you're welcome, everyone. I Get forgot lucky. to say this. Fruits or edibles in the chat. Appreciate this very much. It's September, which I'm not joking, means we keep more money of the subs than usual. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that. If you log into our Twitch, it's on the, the front page. And uh, so we, I think it's like legitimately 20% more. So if you were ever going to be generous, this would be, or you just PayPal us, you know, 100%. But. <laughs> That's right. This now we keep twenty one percent of. I want to know how much of the demon cut we get. That's my real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> so he's putting up the money. I'll I'll take the demon sound alerts. <laughs> Put up against anybody. <laughs> oh my! And uh... telling me, sub our social media producer who's been on fire lately. Thank you for your work around here, Autumn uh is telling me that it's also cheaper for the people buying it so you know that that sounds like every i mean does everybody win when we're on a anyway i won't get into it but you know it's a, you're supporting worse stuff than us that's for sure i mean we're a normal you know we're nice anyway people who appreciate it a lot less as well you know true independent independent production here um bootstrap type stuff really grassroots pavement sort of anyway um that was the end of my role with decks of like terms there um why listen we do a lot of things on this show i think that's can't be denied well, the things that we do best though josh i mean top of the list to interact with the chat and get their scores when an episode of dynamite or aew programming ends we go to the chat we go to the the most plugged in twitch chat there's the biggest brains that they allow in twitch talking about right i'll say this josh i'll say this yeah We've been on this platform now, I don't know, three, almost three years, right? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, more than three years. In that time, you've probably waded into, out of pure curiosity, you probably waded into one or two other Twitch chats. Yeah, sure. wrestling. Yeah. Oof. We had the, the best one. That's so, just a fact. Come on. Not you don't believe close. me? Go ahead. Go go ahead and go to a different chat and then report back on the like, wow, they were way better than the Brainiacs. Welcome I don't think back so. is what I say. I don't, yeah. Welcome back uh, is exactly right which is why we go to them at the beginning of every show. We get their grades. We talk about it. We give our grades. And then we go through the damn thing. Let's do that now. 
Uh, it is time to rate the show on a scale of one to seven. Seven, of course, being the highest and therefore best. One, of course, being the worst. And lowest, Tony Khan came to you tonight and said, fellas, this one's on me. Only going to be two hours and a bit, guarantee it. But I do need the two hours. I need the time in exchange for oh. the money. We say no problem, Tone. That's how we grade the show. Uh, Maddie, hit the music. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Come on. Do you do that every time? No. That was nice. Thank you. Do you read the scores on Zoom tonight? I, I I suppose I could. Do you want to do you want to feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get yourself in there with ripping off the numbers again? No, that's okay. I'm I'm happy to hear the. I, I, want, you, I want you to feel involved, right? All get right, your, okay. get your touches. You know, get your shots up. Get get, get you the ball in places I know you score in. You all know right. what I mean? Okay, all right. You're you're making me look good. Here we go. Parents of Mr. 50K who definitely watched Dynamite with a full seven, Fat Aaron with a seven, Corbeck 1266 with a seven, Brickman's with a six, C-Sapa 55 with a six, Key 1717 with a seven, Cadenza with a six, Sludge with Lunas with a six, I may have with a six and a half, Kevsa with a six, Pacefall with a six, R-Fulls 99 with a six, Double X-307 with a six, Gandalf Lundgren with a six and a half, no clue what this is with a five, 6.5, Propanel and six, Roots Redible with a six, Silver One with a six, Dark Lord DDKL with a six, OC and Best Friends with a five and a half, Sam Fells with a six, Jubert with a 4.25, Irish Back 21 with a six, America's so about the five and a half, D's Breck with a five and a half, Visa with a strong five, Bobby Burritos with a six, Dennis Dirty Work with a five and a half, Ryan PM with a six, L Stink with a five and a half, Maddie Mack, Armad around these parts, shout out to Maddie Mack with a six. Interesting. So we got a pretty wide swath here. Some people coming out very strong, very confidently. The seven, your parents famously leading that brigade. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> love those. I love my mom and dad. There's no getting around that. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty big fans of them as well. I'm fans of their work. I'll say that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, <laughs> strong fives, nice. five and a half as well. I would say that then their chat averages in probably just a smidge over a six because there's some six and a halves that probably cancel out the five and a halves and more sevens than there are anything below a six. So I'm going to say a six, a, a healthy strong six plus is probably my look at the average. Where do you land in terms of in alignment with where the chat has landed in the just above a six? lower but i'm i'm offering this show the best 5.25 possible right yeah i think i'm right there with you i was i was gonna say five and a half and be like five and a half and it feels like i'm overrating it to be nice and really the <laughs> best 5.25 is i mean 100 percent because because the stuff that i liked i really i really i don't think it's gonna be any surprise like um swerve strickland i was like well that's about as good as this can get it's about as good as the show can get to me is is without a big surprise or a big debut i thought um swerve to me is like of course and uh really based in what the best of the company can be so that has me more excited i think than how down some of the things that are sort of meh to me on this show would have would have gotten me 
This show needed characters and angles more than it needed good matches. And in Hangman versus Swerve and MJF versus Samoa Joe, you had big feud starters. And this show needs those two feuds like a sick guy needs his medicine, man. I, I'm that sick guy. And these are feuds are my medicine. Uh, this was the stuff that I wanted to see tonight. And these are my favorite parts of this show. Uh, yeah, we will get into it by getting into it. We start Dynamite with familiar noise. It's Jane on the speaker one more time. And out comes Orange Cassidy. Uh, fresh off being the last person that we saw. Closing off all out. Uh, the, the chance, as far as I can tell, from being on air, continuing from the from the end of one show into the other. They're still saying thank you, Orange. It's been, it's been you know, five days. The, people, the same people. They all travel to the horse. Yeah. <laughs> but getting all going to the airport at the same time was hard. Uh, he comes out and, and gives a very short promo in, uh, listen, very strange. We talked many times. The show opens with a banger match 75 to 80% of the time, and the 20% that it doesn't, it feels jarring. It feels especially jarring when it's just a promo in this vein. Orange comes out and says, uh, I'm not the champion, basically, but I'm still here because I'm here every week. Uh, title or no title, I'm Orange Cassidy, and I don't have a catchphrase, which is almost asks... I have two questions for you, Josh. Sure. Um, my first question that you should answer second is, uh, what do you think of the decision to open with this? My second question you should answer first is how many times after you say something, how many times to say something does it become a catchphrase? Is it more than two? I, I think once if it's uh, in, if you're trying to make it one. Chris Jericho, right. The Rock, these guys are famous for the first time they say something. That's a catchphrase. It, the list, uh, the, these sort of things are immediate catchphrases. Yeah, Orange Cassidy, you can say whatever you want. I hate to make a liar out of you, but he's lying. Either the very first time he said it, I don't have a catchphrase as a catchphrase. That's my opinion. It's and to the second question, yeah. um, I can't be unpleasable because I call on this channel all the time for I want AEW to go universe mode. It's the one thing I want them to steal from the terrible attitude era is that when these things bleed into each other and it feels like one place of work and a show about a wrestling company, I like that better than just like presented matches and promos in order. And Orange Cassidy is obviously only out here to have his celebration cut off a little abruptly by Mox, who's out there celebrating with his title and they have another stare down telling you that those guys are going to go at it again and then th this fourth kind of thing bleeds into another tv segment so i if you have to have this weird little segment or weird little promo just to have the bleed i'll take that trade off every time so yeah good. certainly doesn't seem like it's about to become a habit like this is about to become how the show starts every week so yeah no um i think i'm with you in terms of not really a it, weird maybe a little weird but not a, not a not a bone breaker you you were correct it does bleed into uh the next thing as he goes up the ramp because it's mox time and we get a little reassurance i think was sort of what i how i felt here is that like mox is at least out of the gate here going to be uh continuing the spirit of how oc had that title where it was like it's gonna be defended every week against guys that have impressed in some way or a guy that has a past uh it's gonna be mox wrestling a lot with it it's not going to be a um big show only title uh, no more BS uh, around that one. Uh, so I thought that was a little reinsurance. Um, I don't know. This didn't really hook me. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Beginning to this, we we had the, sort of. I was like, oh, here comes. It was like very much to me the like standard AEW good match uh, sort of template. I was like, yep, they're gonna smash to break. 
it's going to go to a break. The first 12 minutes will not be solved. They'll come back and finish it in three minutes. And they did it um, basically beat to beat. Um, you know, Mox goes back and forth with AR Fox here. So, um, again, I like the, the, the reassurance that that's what the title is going to be. But nothing really got my teeth sunk in throughout this. Did you feel differently than I did? I know it's um, we're big Mox fans around here. And AR Fox has gone up and down a little bit. I think reassurance is a good word that you chose there. And I actually think that's what AEW was booking this for, that you see Orange Cassidy and John Moxley out the gate first is like, we're going to be okay. Here's our workhorses. Uh, in terms of Mox AR Fox, I actually think I liked it even less than you. I thought this was like the least physical Mox match in... And now listen, this guy is constantly working in really yeah, yeah. rough spots. This is not me saying, oh, how dare he? It's me calling it as it is and saying they were clearly like, Okay, let's go out there, have something neat and tidy. Neither of us are going to die on the hill here. You don't need to do that every time, but to open up your show. I, I didn't really connect with this one. To Orange Cassidy's promo and Mox's, like you say, that moment where it's like he's here, he's wrestling. The toothpaste is sort of out of the tube with Orange Cassidy promos in a good way, I feel like. It's like, okay, he promos now. They're going to be short, but he does promos. And I actually think that's good. I think he's going growing into the main event scene. And with Mox there, with that international title, I felt the exact same as you. Where it's like, Mox wrestling is a good thing. I got to say, though, him versus AR Fox is much worse than the standard Orange Cassidy international title defense. Like, it just is. Yeah, 100%. Um, And I I don't want to be too annoying, but I said this last week, uh, too, and it's like, Mox can't just wallop on AR Fox. I know. I've never seen AR Fox win. What was my mind? I don't know. It doesn't need to be 50-50 or he, he can just, and the match can be just as long, by the way. This isn't me saying it needs to be a shorter match. I'm saying it can be Mox beating up AR Fox is the match. Um, again, small complaints, but yeah, I, I thought this was uh, not the most electric opener. Totally with you. Um, I feel like the the downside to like every, every single guy in the company is a 12-minute match is like when he's in there against somebody really good, you're almost like, okay, the first 12 minutes uh is nothing then obviously <laughs> and it didn't used to be this way we used to get like an electric tag opener in this spot and uh with, with it dripping in meaning you might say uh and i know it's quick i know it's early i know it's it's 10 30 eastern 7 30 pacific but would you be okay if i went to our first oh my keep it or kick it <laughs> yeah of the evening of course keep it or kick it very simple game josh you have you have such a great way with words when it comes to describing the games. Do you want to give the quick synopsis as to how keep it or kick it one? If you, if you like the prompt, you select keep it. And if you dislike it, you select kick it. Then you give it. Soups are drinking water tonight. I got a lot, I got a lot to, of words to get out here. We got to lubricate the instrument. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready for the first keep it or kick it. This is exciting. Uh, of course, you will find them in your modes tab. And you have them because you're subscribed. If you're not subscribed, you don't have them. That would be a lot less fun if I was watching, to be frank. I don't know how else to say it. Um, Come on. Keep it or kick it. Very simple question leading into your first look at Mox as international champion. Keep it or kick it prompt is simply this. Keep it or kick it. John Moxley will have as good or better a title run as Orange Cassidy with the international champion. Keep it or kick it. Keep it or kick it. Keep it, okay, okay. 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 Keep it, okay, okay.
it's easy to step in host this show come up with come up with the things i think it's easy it's certainly not easy and i was even like my you know deep thoughts sometimes about okay keep your cake people want to agree right they want to they want to put keep because they feel like anyway a lot of kicks i got i got a lot of kicks right here frankly like the first <laughs> two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen the first 17 people kicked it in a row. And what are those people? Say? Those people are really saying, I loved Orange Cassidy's run. Right? There's only one title run like Orange Cassidy's, and it's Orange Cassidy's, they're saying. Right. They're saying even John Moxley couldn't do that, who Brian Danielson called best wrestler in the world over the weekend. I love uh, that those guys both say the other is the best wrestler in the world, by the way. It's just maybe the best thing about the Blackpool Combat Club. They're two leaders. They're like, that guy's the best wrestler in the world. That's the Zoom, they, can we say yeah. we feel that way about wrestling broadcasters? hundred oh, percent. You're the you're the best voice and brain in the business. There's no it's quite frankly not close. I would say the exact same about you. Uh those 17 people are Torque Penderloin, Scoots Brodo, Gritchy, Bobby Burritos, Sludge Williams, Corvax 1266, Sam Fells, Pace Foul. BZ, Sever One, Geesebrecht, Ryan PM, No Clue What This Is, Dennis Dirty Work, Cadenza, I Am Ahab, and Gandalf Lundgren. Then a couple folks are like, okay, that's 17 in a row is too many in a row. Uh, Irish Mac and Maddie Mac decide to zag when it's time to zig. Your parents and fruits are edible and XX307 kick. So that's 20 to 2. And C755, especially when he takes it to Japan. Who is international title? And Mr. Moxley does like to muck about the world where are you on this josh it's just not possible to touch a title run so high well i actually think it's a better prompt than the result belay and i would not be surprised if we were three weeks into this run and that was a more even split uh because mox does bring a whole angle of promo that orange cassidy did not and can bring like feuds to that title in a way that wasn't orange cassidy's Focus. I'm not saying Orange Cassidy couldn't have done that, but it wasn't like a feuds base. So, like, I can see how John Moxley would do it. I, I see the path, and then it's like, is John Moxley capable of that? It's like, obviously. So then it just becomes a case of like, are they going to book it? And I don't think so. That exchange today between the two of them told me that I think Orange Cassidy is actually going to be the one to dethrone Moxley. Uh, that Mox is going to have a run with it, but ultimately it's going to go back to Orange, is how I read that tonight. So I would kick it as well. But if in a not in the not too distant future, Mox was continuing this title's feeling that it might even be above some people say MJF's AEW world title, that, that would not be surprising to me at all. Yeah, I mean, you you sort of nailed it. Sort of my thinking behind the prompt is like Mox can Mox can have multiple stories through this belt, feuds and 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 blood and 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 guts and and real hatred and violence uh where oc had a, a very great run that lasted a very long uh time but it sort of became about how long the run was and how great the title run was more than sort of the way that a lot of moxley's best work is built but uh i don't think there's anything wrong with saying that that orange cassidy was in rarefied air and i think your explanation of it uh lands quite strongly 
after the match, uh, Darby Allen is out. Darby Allen's out to to pat the back of Arafat. Hey, you know, that's Mox. You know what I mean? You got a title shot, question mark. So good for you. <laughs> Uh, why did Air Fox get a title fox or a, a title fox? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> a, a title match has this guy won a match? I don't know how they do it. Um, <laughs> open challenges, they explain to me with open challenges. The only thing that I've never gotten an answer, well, only thing I've never got an answer on open challenges, like how it's decided that someone is the first to answer it. Hand in the air situation. It makes it makes the title holder look worse too, because it's like this guy sucks, technically speaking. <laughs> like I like AR Fox, but like in kayfabe, he sucks. So it's like, wow, big tough guy taking on assault rifle fox over here. Yeah, assault rifle fox is his name. Uh, that's all to point out that uh, Christian Cage has run afoul of Nick Wayne uh, backstage. He says, uh, "You got to apologize." Last week, I talked about. Your dad being a wrestler, and I never seen him, so I went and I watched some Buddy Wayne. Uh, he's even worse than I thought. <laughs> I have to apologize. He's actually way worse. Why? Why would that be an apology, Zeus? That's not something you apologize. Like, hey, sorry that the guy insulted you. Actually, way worse, Christian. You monster. <laughs> I wasn't even close. Um... <laughs> Christian and Don Callis just showing how much easier it is to be a great heel than a great baby face. Christian oh, doesn't do nothing, <laughs> and it's all great. He's on an uns- he's just on an insane run. Uh, can we have him to bring in Edge? <laughs> um, <laughs> he uh, he spins this because he's brilliant. He spins it into um, I can see you're looking for a mentor, right? Your father figures out of the picture. You're palling around with Darby Allen, who you're fighting later on tonight. You're looking for a mentor. Um. Give me a call if you're if you're ever interested in in really learning from a champion. And leaves with say hi to your mom. <laughs> say, <laughs> say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> there were people, people are gonna think I'm lying, but there were people for years and years and years. The commonly held opinion was that Ed Choltland was better than Christian. Can you I'm not joking, Zooms? That was the commonly know, no, held listen. opinion. Yeah, I understand. They said, Gimme, give gimme give Ed Choplin. Right Christian, go to TNA. <laughs> I listen. I was one of the people, right? I was one of the people. I'm one of those people, Josh. That I'm, like I'm that. here to. I'm here to help you and anyone like that. When he first came in, as well, Christian, I was like, "What are we doing here?" We, this guy. Just oh, that's went in. right. I was very I, hyped, if you recall. I thought it was one of the few people who thought it lived up to the big surprise signing. Uh, but he didn't do it right away because they stuck him with the Jungle Man for a decade but but now look at them that act rules now all they had to do was get rid of jungle boy lucha source and christian rocks yes we knew it would that was if i remember correctly that was such a huge part of our you think you know a show plan Rocks that you found audio of Chris Jericho singing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh mercy. Uh we roll in. It's a title defense again. We back to back title defenses to open the show. Chris Statlander up against Emmy Sakura, the 20 year veteran. Um I know we're we're a channel that are big fans of Emmy Sakura. Happy to see booked on the show. Um I have a, a couple of very short notes and i'll sort of throw to you just um 
how amazingly great and physical uh, she is. It's just so great. Um, and uh, really good title defense here, I thought. Sort of like a, a, a neat style matchup. I like... Uh, I like sort of the physicality, bringing bringing that physicality to Statlander, who's like physicality is part of physicality and like uh, athleticism is a, such a huge part of what makes her uh, top of the card. Uh, I thought it was a great match, and man, I love the way Sakura throws herself around. Just just really great. She just like really weaponizes her offense in a really effective way. Um, could watch a bunch of this over and over again, and and, and be pretty into it. Yeah, immediately the physicality just leaps off the page. And I'll ask the chat, not necessarily a question they have to answer, but something to think about. When was the last time a women's match on Dynamite was a contender for match of the night? It feels like it's been been a long time. And I thought tonight, these two, there's one other match we'll talk about later that I think is, is, you know, maybe edges it out. However, this is the promise of what this title should be. Hey, Chris Statlander, who is a beast, by the way, um, go out there with somebody who wants to have a hard hit and brouhaha and get her done on television. It's, it's not, you didn't have to overthink it. And I just thought it should have gone longer. Frankly, it really should have because this was yeah. really cooking, but beyond that, who's up next for Chris Statlander? Cause you can't go back now. Who, who, who we got to keep feeding her people who are good in ring. Cause obviously that's all she needs. Really thought this was good. Yeah. I, uh, I'm right there with you. I think it, it, this should be what this title is uh, for a little bit, as long as they as long as they possibly can run with this. Um, a great showcase, and I agree. It could have been longer. I, I would you, could, I, you would like to switch the times between this and the opening yes. match. You'd love to, this to be the one that crashes to break and has the interruption, and the other one is the like a bit of a beatdown. Uh, would be a Agreed. lot more fun. Uh, um, twelve sixty six with a good shout here. I don't have a specific answer, but it was probably Jamie Hater. I would suspect that's probably right. Sure, it wasn't Brit against the Bunny. Um. <laughs> Bunny uh, and Brit. Uh, <laughs> she's got heat with MJF backstage. The bunny, yeah, kangaroo kick, and the you know it's kind of yeah hard to differentiate. Uh, People think I'm backstage. the bunny. Meltzer was yeah. saying uh, MJF was saying backstage because of the hopping. Well, and and the hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then even a kangaroo, you got this going. True. It's indistinguishable. If you if, the only the only hope you have is sort of doing like a hands and pouch thing. The kangaroo. Yeah. But besides yeah, that, good luck really with pantomime. There, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how else we would do rabbit. It's a good point. Um uh, we go backstage we're, we're, we're recorded interview with Roderick Strong. Uh <laughs> or interview a segment with Roderick Strong. He still has the neck brace on. Talking about his parents, uh their substance abuse issues. Didn't see this coming. Um uh, and sort of like wrestling was my saved my life. Wrestling was my way out of this shitty home life that I grew up with. Uh I grew up alone. I'm going to get this done alone and win this tournament alone. Uh, Adam Cole knows all this. Just sort of saying, like, he knows that I have uh, abandonment issues, that I've had to struggle. And MJF isn't uh, any of those things. And and he cares way more about this other guy. So I thought a quick segment. I was surprised uh, by this segment. Did not see this coming. Roddy talking about his parents' substance issues. So I thought this was really good, and I'm sure they're available online somewhere. Uh, this is the value of me having watched so much of this shit and talked about it forever. NXT a zillion years ago, across three weeks, did like a UFC countdown style drive around your hometown vignette with Roderick Strong touching on the same subject matter, but in a much like realer 
way, for lack of a better term. And I'd actually completely forgotten about it until this mat or sorry, this segment. I was like, right, Rhea's that to draw from. Listen, say say what you want, but Roderick Strong and Adam Cole are the furthest thing from Sword and Shield guys, and yeah. I, I am outright enjoying both of them, just flatly. Yeah, uh, and, and you could extend that to Taven and Bennett too, for the record. Um, I'm never gonna like connect with them as my faves, but in these roles, I think everybody's doing great. The absolute state of dynamite right there. Um, <laughs> such, <laughs> it's pretty fun. Like it's it's both a kudos to them and a like look around uh, for the situation. But I agree with you totally. The furthest thing from a Roddy guy, but he's been, every time I've seen him for the last like five weeks, I've been like, it's pretty funny. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> and and not, we never question the in-ring work either, right? So like when he is building to these spots, you know the matches are going to be good, which is an advantage. Don Callis out for commentary uh, for the Sex Gods reuniting against Aussie <laughs> Open. Um yeah, I mean, Sex Gods, everyone's favorite tag team. They're back at it. They're back together. Uh, Kyle Fletcher, I thought. Uh, the guy has some real technique. Really, You could really see it. You really see Kyle Fletcher. You're like, all right, this guy has um, all the makings of somebody that you make sure that you hold on to and build things around, for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. He comes across. I like Mark Davis. And, the, you know, if anything, Mark Davis would be more of a our style of guy, burly, roughneck. Yeah. But I agree. Kyle Fletcher has the, the intangible. Um, the Judas effect after uh, Sammy gets kicked off the apron by Judas himself. Uh, classic thing that wrestlers do that I would not do. If we were in a tag team, Josh, we were in a tag team, you and me. Um, yeah. and well, we, we sort and of we, are. Correct. We were in an in-ring competition as a tag team, I should say. And this happened to us where you knocked me off the apron, oh. right? And But then immediately turned and won the match, right? No, no biggie. What are we here to do? If we win the match, you, you could accidentally nail me in the head with a sledgehammer. And I mean the All real good. way, not the cover the top and then do this, the way a person would swing a hammer. The win's the win. Sorry, Zoops. Can I go back? I forgot to say one thing about Roderick Strong's promo that I really wanted to. Of course. Yeah. A very funny dynamite moment. As soon as he says his dad struggled with alcoholism, they cut to a photo of his dad dressed as Elvis. <laughs> yeah, was that on purpose? He was a mess. <laughs> no famous like... addict, Elvis. <laughs> his dad's just in the gear. It's like my dad was an alcoholic. He was dressed as Elvis. I want to be clear. He was not an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have any photos of his dad to represent alcoholism. It's like, where does his dad look the most like an alcoholic? Well, here's one where he's dressed as Elvis. Yeah, here he is like the life of the party. <laughs> like, people are like yeah. carrying him around on their shoulders. <laughs> yeah, the people are coming unglued for the guy. Like, no he wonder looks like he a drank. million bucks. Let's call him. he is. He looks like a million bucks. <laughs> Sorry to go back since I forgot. I had to call out about my dad was an alcoholic. We, we need to 100%. make alcoholics look worse. This guy couldn't have looked no. better. I know. I agree. If if there was ever like any video of me struggling with anything, you'd want you'd want that. You'd be like, oh, I see why he drinks. Yeah, People love this guy. How could like you not? The party, man. Um, played shoes. I thought Jericho was going off in this match. He has a bit of sizzle in his step again. This match just has one big problem, Zoobs. I don't care about Sammy and Jericho's pairing even a little. And that's quite the indictment considering that they've been around since day one right. in AEW together. I just don't care. I don't care about Sammy Guevara. I'm, I don't think he's horrible by any stretch. But this like will they, won't they tease between the two of them 
It's like, I, I'm not brought to life by it even remotely. Not even remotely. And then it's going to blow off into a match between the two of them. Like, okay. And then they beat Aussie Open here. I hate when the two singles guys put together beat the tag team. Well, they have a tag team name and a tag team entrance. Well, so I suppose could, that's true. It just happens to be the argue. worst tag team name of all time. So I sort of discount that. Why is it yeah. not grammatically correct, French? Why is it not lay sex gods? Is that, I don't, Jericho even knows that. He was because this, this is such an old, as Josh's point, like this is day one. This is such an old thing. It goes all, all the way back to Le Champion. Am I wrong? It, well, it, I don't know. Matt, Matt, do people know Matt speaks fruit and flinch? Oh, sure. But I mean, like the name, the reason the name doesn't make sense is this goes all the way back to yeah, Le yeah. Champion. Oh, is it? Jericho. I didn't actually put one, two and two together there. Is that the thing? It's like he was doing just a little uh, stuff. He was doing Le Champion, and I want to believe Sammy Guevara was doing Spanish God as his. Oh, so this is. That's a... how old this is. This is how old this is. Wow. This is like... <laughs> you know what I just found out, guys? Just uh, real yeah. quick. Uh, Caitlin made me a, a, a local peach margarita, um, and it's very good. And it's uh, got me feeling a little loopy, but I just realized Roderick Strong is married to Marina Shafir. Yeah, yeah, he's our guy. There are. I think he's our they guy. Can't now. make it nobody. All right, Roddy, <laughs> Roddy and Marina. Let's do uh, it. She's in those NXT uh, vignettes I was talking about. She's actually good in them too. Uh, Sever One says he's ready for Jericho to take a break for a minute. Go on tour, man. How do you feel about that, Zeus? I think that. The next time Jericho goes away, Jericho is away. Is my feeling. Gone, gone. I know that. I don't know. He's that going he's, to pick up some milk and cigarettes from the convenience store. Is what you're saying? I don't know that he's he's. he's how old is he? I don't know that he's that he's. Ah, I'm probably wrong. He's gonna be a cockroach with this stuff, but I feel like he's nearing like not taking nine months, six months off and coming back. I think Jericho's wrestling forever. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It's not clear to me what you do with him right now. It, like, I could see arriving at Sever's point. Like, I think the timing's just a little interesting because he is, I feel like six months ago he was worse and he feels a little renewed right now. He's just in something very uninteresting. I can't think of it, but I'm sure there's something very hooky I could get into for Jericho right now. Um, we go and recap the strap match uh, with Ricky Starks. Fired up. He's fired up back there. Uh, he's covered in blood and welts, but he proved a point to everybody. Um, nobody can tap him out. Um, he's pissed off and he's angry. Great line says, Don't give me bread and say I've been fed. I want a full meal. Um, and they said, When I leave, I'm gone. Nobody's asking me to come back. Uh, weird, sort of couple weird lines, but a fired up rookie Starks covered in blood. We love the sort of mox cam here where he's he's fired up and spitting fire. Uh, what did you think? uh of this little the, the idea to add this to the show here about half an hour in ricky little ricky stark's fired up promo yeah i thought the promo was good but i thought that this leading to brian speaks on collision i yeah. read is like that's where you get brian danielson right now he's gonna be on collision in the the punk spot so, so to speak um so that was the most interesting thing about to it to me i obviously love the strap match i thought ricky being fired up coming out of it makes a lot of sense and yeah, I thought the promo was well delivered. Uh, Ricky can go hot and cold, but I thought he was good here. Yeah, red hot out there, bleeding and bleeding and screaming. Yeah, I agree with you. I thought um, we'll see. This is these are the kind of thing we we can be critical sometimes of them on on not getting after the guy feels really made. Um, I think important to get him on here and get him after. And I agree. It's sort of another funny reason, even... what maybe why it was nice to have Orange Cassidy in the opening tonight. 
yeah, because we are critical of them. I mean, no, you got no elite, no Kenny Omega anywhere in this show. <laughs> no FTR. Again, they're, they're, they're collision guys too now. Yeah. Well, they're, they're working. They've worked hard lately. They're, who's on me. our show? Yeah, I mean, they haven't put in the hours. So. I actually heard it was uh, Nick Buck's aunt's birthday. So. Oh, there you go. Um, what can you do? That's why there's, also that. why there was no merch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they quickly teased, uh, let us know that MJF and Cole, uh, and Samoa Joe bump shoulders more than that in a second, but then they go to Takeshita and Don Callis. They have an easel backstage. Don Callis says, Celebration is coming next week for us beating Kenny Omega. And then we reveal our next target. Nice to see Takeshita. Speaking of, nice to see Takeshita on the show. Josh, who do you think is the what do you think we're building to here? What are they doing next week? I don't think they go right to MJF because MJF's doing the winner of the tournament at. Uh, New York so I was thinking that too who is the I think no matter what he's not losing until he challenges for the world title he's pinned Kenny Omega there's there's not a ton more you can do from that so reveal their plans I was wondering if maybe this is going to be a him and Aussie open together thing for a second and challenging for trios titles as like the Callis family establishes they take the loss there and then Takeshita moves on to the main event scene because I couldn't think of who the single stop unless he wants Takeshita to like oh jericho you think you're someone but then jericho's in the tag scene still because it would make sense for callus to like continue to want to send jericho down the card did you and anyone cross the mind for you or the chat it's tough right because you lose hangman and swerve which are two ones that you would uh, that you could get to uh not swerve but hangman's a big one that you could have you could have logically taken a step to it's like we beat kenny now we're gonna beat yeah. his uh his tag team partner but i think i'm much obviously immediately much more interested in what hangman's doing uh immediately what's uh i don't know Miro? jericho was yeah I, I thought that too i was like I, I don't know i don't know quite what the direction is i'm sure callus could find it i don't doubt that but um i don't know regardless oh, i'm excited to find out which is a good thing yeah it's gonna be good uh i'm sure it'll be good everything callus has done recently has been uh phenomenal so um all right let's 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 run through uh the mjf piece of this we have mjf and samoa joe and then we'll play uh this week's game yeah very exciting very exciting out comes uh mjf wearing the double belts uh indianapolis indiana where he lived briefly he tells us yeah and he also he tells us aaw yeah aaw he needed to get booked uh they got him chubbed up he said he's was, he was chubbed up chubbed up uh chubbed up just from talking. Uh, he puts over Grand Slam. He says, uh, there's one person I need to talk to coming out of All Out. Um, and he's cut off on the ramp by Samoa Joe, um, who starts him off with what seems to be the problem, Kid. Kid. Uh, before we get into some of the specifics here, obviously your excitement on on a Samoa Joe promo battle on, on television had to have you popping pretty high. Zoob's the keen wrestling brain viewer will remember. I think you asked me sort of a framing somewhat similar to this, or no, I suppose in a different way, but you asked me coming out of brawl out last year, belts are stripped. What would you do? I said I would book MJF for Samoa Joe for the world title. I felt like that was a feud you could uh, believably do at the top of the card that would have palpable kinetic energy immediately. Well, it took a year. But I think these two match up in a, is in a way that is 
it feels very like high level and professional in a way. They're both going out of their way to put each other over during the promo. Joe just glowers over him as twice the size, but MJF's doing a real won't back down thing. He isn't, you know, the old cowardly cheat skirt away scarf MJF is not who we're seeing here. He is the decided good guy against the monster of CM of CM Joe of Samoa Joe. And I just, however good I thought that this would be, it was better because you know, you think of the way Joe delivers some things and it real and it really relays how hard it is to have rules about things in wrestling. Because if you told me that at the end of this promo segment, somebody less capable than Joe was just like, bitch, to end this big <laughs> promo, I'd be like, I bet that sucked. And yet, because it's Samoa Joe just going, bitch, is fantastic. And you can feel their oil and water energy. And I think stylistically, there's a reason for a lot of optimism in ring between the two of them. I couldn't have really gotten enough out of this segment. I loved it. I like that MJF is the guy who dips into his past for every feud. MJF, MJF bumped into everybody at the supermarket because yeah. at, at NXT, <laughs> the, him and Joe pushed him against a wall. There's this whole thing. I went there for a tryout. The tryout went great. This, this bully who was intimidated by me pushed me against the wall. Joe goes, I wasn't bullying you. I thought you were a little bitch. And it's just like, man off to the races guys now i thought the mjf fat stuff was not in the same vein where he's like pillsbury joe boy samoa doe he has a small dick it's like the, this is mjf and ricky starks does this too dipping into the sides of them that i think are the least impressive again i'm nitpicking i thought this promo and segment was outstanding and their chemistry is fantastic and i thought there was a really good call by AEW to pair together mjf and samoa joe yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, starts off with the ice cream truck gag as well. You thought my you thought my song was ice cream truck, and Joe quickly jabs back. The last time I was around an ice cream truck, I was the biggest star in the other company on the network. Um, pretty good because you know you can play in those lines uh, when you're talking to MJF. Yeah, um, yeah, the the security guard thing. Interesting. Um, a lot of a lot of low burn, like a, a real slow burn for MJF, who is like trying to constantly do like I'm not going to get dragged. I'm going to keep this at fat jokes and dick jokes, and like I'm not going to get. We're not. You're not going to get me fired up because that's how you skip the line. And there's a tournament, and you have to win it. I'm not. You're not skipping the line with, with getting me fired up because it's worked before, right? That's how Cole um, duped him in once, and other people have duped him in um to putting things on the line before in this yep. way so i thought a good show of growth and restraint there attempted at least by mjf um that he's not going to go to that well unless he really really gets pushed into it i said this on our twitter at wrestling underscore brain if you're watching this on vod would love if you go drop a follow over there but i see every time mjf says the letters wwe the timeline lights up and people are like oh this cheap attention grab oh my god they can't keep wwe's names out of their mouths guess what? It's actually really cool. It's way cooler to be the Fed that acknowledges all wrestling on Earth than the Fed that is on an island and doesn't acknowledge a thing outside of it. It's way cooler to talk about things that actually happen. And the idea that he catches criticism from that just feels like immensely bad faith to me. I think it rocks. Um, MJF ends up, ends the big, huge problem with I'm not the boy anymore. 
I don't that kid is full grown, and maybe this time I kill you. Uh, and as you said, Joe mentions that he was a little bitch, and it comes to blows. Joe puts a hurt on him and gets 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 him a neck injury, uh, which moves us into our next thing. But I want to before we go to the game, play our second keep it or kick it oh, of the evening. Maybe, maybe I'm going to. I'm worried now. I'm worried this is a bad Kyogi because I had a. I thought I. I hope it's what better. I think it is. I don't know. Uh, very simple. You know the rules. Keep it if you like it. Kick it if you don't like it. Keep it or kick it. This statement: Samoa Joe is going to win the tournament. Is going to or we want him to? Is going to. Hallmark of how I do keep it or kick it. I get two people that don't go the that don't go one way. Hallmark. Best I can do is two. Best I can do is two people. I think we, a one word then, change there could have got you close to 50-50. Want to? You want to Joe should, I think would have been the word. Should is going mm. to. I would have switched to should, I think would have uh Joe should win the tournament. Because I think there's a lot of people who aren't ready for MJF's title reign to end. Mmm. Uh Gritchy, Cadenza, Sam Fells, Sludge Williams, I am Ahab, Sever One, V Maddie Mac, V Z, Corax twelve sixty six, Ryan PM, Torque Penderloin, Dennis Dirty Work, your parents, XX307, and no clue what this is, all keeping Gandalf Lundgren and Geesbrecht, as I said, kicking. I think my bum would like MJF. Just two. MJF's own parents don't like MJF. Right. No, they, they, they were at all in with yeah, a very they, nice. Yeah, they do now, now right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical Fairweather parents. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, here today, go tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zoom's, I, I'm here to tell you that uh, I'm kicking it. I, I'm with the two in the chat. Um, I, I just think these people, I think it was a really good promo tonight. I don't think Small Joe's the guy to beat MJF. He's the ROH TV champion. Roddy Strong interrupts uh, Adam Cole as he comes out to check on MJF. Once again, pointing out. Yeah, MJF hurt his neck. I'm in a neck brace. Uh, or why do you care so much about this new guy, Roddy? Uh, it's our second ramp interaction of the show. I noted it's the second mm. time we've had the ramp. Both the opening and the nine o'clock slot have ramp uh, interruptions. Uh, <laughs> Taven and Bennett have neck strong shirts on. <laughs> glad, glad you mentioned that. Yeah. I and sure they do, do a big display of taking off the neck brace uh, before the match starts. We go into Roddy versus Trent. Uh, I don't have a ton of notes on this. Um, I have the, just two guys that feel evenly matched, uh, that, that feel like they're trying to move up the card. I think that sort of is the, if you were to have a criticism of the AEW singles matches recently, guys don't seem as evenly matched as we sort of like them to be. I think this is a nice 
thing of like two guys that know each other very well and they've obviously wrestled a bunch of times that are at a similar spot um that makes sense to be battling um i don't know i, don't, I didn't get a ton of feel for this other than like enjoying roddy uh the the, the pre stuff i thought was um pretty funny the next strong shirts was pretty funny taking the brace off and putting the brace right back on was pretty funny um and i think you know it, damning with faint praise Roddy is to me a very known entity in the ring. And sort of, I know, I know without watching this, I know what Roddy against Trent probably moved and felt like. And it moved and felt like that to me. I have a challenge for Tony Khan and all elite wrestling. Give me two matches for this world title tournament where the winner is not a lock. That's my wish because I, I was actually able to get into this match. There was, uh, the spinning backbreaker to the apron where like Trent took it just fully like, you know, there's ways to take that. The, don't get me wrong. It's obviously insanely painful, no matter what you're doing. However, there's ways to, and to me, it looked like Trent took it in like the most painful way possible. Just getting crunched on the outside. Thought it was fun, but it was never in doubt. Roddy needs to go far in this tournament for the angle with MJF and Cole. Uh, and then I think our main event suffers from the same thing. And, and I don't know. Do these guys feel like they could challenge for, to the world title to you? Like they don't to me. I think that's part of the problem with the bracket itself. You're not like, oh man, Hardy's. We get the, we got the, Hangman and somehow, Swerve should be in here. Somehow Jeff Hardy is in this tournament. Um, Trent you know. should be the lowest power ranking guy that's in a world title tournament. You got Nick Wayne. Yeah. I've never seen the guy win. I don't know. Has Nick Wayne won a match? I'm not even sure. Jay Lethal is in here. You know, it's very strange. Yeah. The guys that are picked um it certainly doesn't it certainly isn't like here's our top eight seeds which you know they don't do the i know they don't do the rankings anymore but it's like man they're skipping you skipped 20 people if you did if you did write them down and rank them you probably skipped 20 guys to get to the guys that yeah. are in the first round of this thing i don't see it i don't get it um other than like obviously it's a device but logically explain the fucking guys that are in the draw to me I mean, it is a device, dude, but the fact of the matter is AW leans too heavily on tournaments. We just finished the Owen. Did that feel important to you at all? Like, do you even remember? No. Uh, let me ask the chat. Do you remember who won the Owen on both sides? I remember Willow. Um, but like... Cole again? Question mark? I don't know. No, CM Punk. No, Ricky Starks. Right. Ricky Starks. That's the answer. I didn't know. There you go. I remembered Willow. But, but this was really just to illustrate the point that it's... It's not helpful. You and I are children of the G1, where once a year, New Japan's best offering is its tournament. And I understand that nukes the roster and isn't a viable thing for a touring TV brand in the way that AEW is. However, the opposite isn't any good either. I mean, tournaments feel like battle royales around here. Especially when you're not... For me, for me you're not um, establishing what the entrance mechanism for the tournament is. Right? Like, how did we decide who the guys in the tournament was? What did any of these guys do to impress enough to get into the tournament? Well, so Trent, I can understand, because you remember he had the triple threat with Mox and Penta, and he right. won. So, and it's like, okay, that's a huge win, and he was on the winning team in Stadium Stampede. Trent, I can understand how he got here. Again, Darby Allen, okay. He did just lose for a TNT title shot, but he is somebody who is always relevant enough that I can sort of buy it. But like Nick Wayne and Roderick Strong. Jay, Jay Lethal. Jeff yeah. Hardy. Why are these guys in your world title picture? Which is, I know people will say the quarterfinals of a world title tournament isn't your title picture. And that might be true, but it's closer to that than those guys should be. There's a bunch of guys that they jumped the head of, line ahead of. That's for sure. Um, Tony Storm in the back. Um, 
continuing with this character that that is building depth week in week out people seem to really be enjoying as well um does a doesn't answer the first two questions talking about performances and she doesn't remember and she's done so many performances in her time that none of it really stands out she doesn't cop to the um nefariousness of uh her weekend and spraying the stuff and interfering um but she ends with a with a crushing she crushes the the exit the, the how you exit stage left uh chin up tits out and watch out for the shoe and she glides off and throws her shoe. <laughs> uh, watch out for the shoe. <laughs> you got to watch out. Can't say she didn't warn you. Watch out for the slipper, you know. Yeah. If you said that to me, I would, and you threw it at me, I would, I would, I would know to dodge because you had just told me. You would say thank you for the heads up. I suspect. Yeah. Um. Mark my words, okay? You can you mark me down. So what is it? September sixth today, twenty twenty three. You mark it down. This Tony Storm character is going to get insanely over. I agree. You can you can mark you can mark that down. She's going to get insanely over. She's going to be the most over she's ever been. This character. Will Thank you for writing this down, Zoops. Insanely over. You just nail that to your wall, maybe. Will do. Uh, I agree. I love it, um, and have been loving it. But speaking of devices they lean on, speaking of uh, tournaments with people that doesn't make any sense to enter, and speaking of uh, battles royal to determine title shots, we have a four-way eliminator in the wins division <laughs> coming up next week. Uh, I mean, listen, it's they're building uh, opponents at least, but boy, they feels like this, this is the only thing they ever do. Yeah, you can just have a, a few, you know? Instead of four yeah. people, pick two of them, have them argue about something, and, and then when the winner wins, make it feel really meaningful. And, and if you're feeling nasty with it, try and make the loser get over too. You can just do that. You don't need, you know, that's just, that's just what I would, that's just my opinion. Um, yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, Callum with a lot of numbers. My favorite wrestlers, Samoa Joe, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, Darby Allen. Not bad. Good four. Hate to, I regret derailing the show for that, but good, good four. So. I do want to correct you though, Zoobs. It's uh Callum 2 billion uh, 7,657. <laughs> so get it right. Yeah, okay. You're a numbers guy and I'm not. Um, <laughs> Show a little respect to Callum 2 billion. If you yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've arrived at my favorite part of the show. a log line of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we've arrived at my favorite part of the show and I would say um, my favorite part of the show since the last time Swerve did something amazing. Uh, he has been uh, late summer, the boy of Q3. Um <laughs> Hangman Page comes out to give a speech about uh, winning the Battle Royal over the weekend, which which is $50,000 to charity. Uh, he mentions, uh, thank you, teachers. You're underpaid. You're underappreciated. You're under everything. Uh, I used to be a teacher. Rah, rah. I'm so glad I could give $50,000 to... Do you mind if I, if I wax on this a little bit? Please. Uh, you, you underpaid, yada, 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 $50,000. I'm glad I could help the Chicago Education Fund. Uh, and Swerve Strickland comes out, and he is looking uh, calm and cool, but with something to say. Prince Nana excuses uh, Tony Schiavone, and they give Swerve the mic. And, uh, man, he kicks this whole show up a notch and does the thing that I was hoping somebody was going to do, which was call Hangman Page down and be like, hey, man, 
what the fuck are you doing? What is this? Um, unbelievable. Listing off the incredible things here. He says, I've been in a coffin for the last week and a half. Calling back to the coffin match. He had it all out, it all in. Uh, got a lot of clarity and perspective. A lot of time to think about things. I uh, says, you're doing charity, Hangman Page. You're doing charity now. What are you, a mascot for AEW? Um, he says, you know those kids won't amount to anything. Uh, cheap shots, but just sort of the, the idea that he's in a very, uh, in that sort of mood. Then points out, you know, you're doing charity on the pre-show. And think back to this company when it started. You were the first cornerstone they built around. This whole thing, the whole last two weeks, all in, the biggest stage we've ever had, the biggest wrestling show outside of wrestling. This is all built on your back. You're the, you're the biggest story they've ever had. The, the, the box offices, the main events that got this company to where it was, sort of. Not so, not saying, but saying the the basically your pre CM Punk to get to get you in the position to even have a CM Punk sign here to get these big shows was on the great story that you were telling Hangman Page, and you haven't done anything in a year. You haven't had a singles match in a year. You don't have any new merch in a year, but you just signed the big extension and you're eating good, and it shows. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and then he drops the he drops the truth. So if I had the opportunities that you've had in the time that you've been here, I'd be the first black AEW champion by now. I'm coming for the spot. You act like you don't want. So good. Uh, hey, man, finally says, I had enough. Um, sort of a little bit of a mirror to the earlier where it's like, I'm not going to let you get me all riled up because I know that's a trap sort of thing. Um, but hey, man, it gives it like, if you want to match, that's fine. But I'm not going to stand here and take this shit and walks out and swerve. Reels them back in with, I'm sorry, your wife and kids. <laughs> I have to see you walk out on more responsibility. <laughs> hey, man, Storm's back in. And guess what? Trap set. Brian Cage jumps him. Um, I mean, I will, as succinct as possible, like, I don't know, man. As good as it's been anybody on the mic saying anything for me in a long time on Dynamite, specifically. What I think so interesting about Swerve's promo tonight is that he loses his place a couple times in it and drops his words. And it just doesn't matter at all because what he's talking about is so interesting that it just comes across as a real person forgetting their real words in a real exchange, which is a thing that happens instead of the person, the actor playing the wrestler forgetting their place. And it was really like cathartic feels like such a heavy dramatic word but i don't know like the lighter version of that word to just have somebody be like okay so you guys are aware of what the problems with hangman I'm like i zoobs I, I hope you don't mind me saying you're, you're a guy who like me has had comfort and discomfort with what weight he's at like having somebody on national television be like yeah you're eating well man that's a nightmare for me like that that's a, a cutting thing for somebody to do and say and to use that sort of this emblematic getting soft, which Hangman does feel like he's being the ass kicker, cowboy shit, brouhaha, don't fuck with my Dark Order friends or else it's an ass whipping guy, feels all but extinct. And he's been exchanged for, <laughs> yeah, gonna be Autumn, do not make this one of the clips. But I thought the charity thing was lame when he opened with this and was not at all what the Hangman character needs. And that Swerve was like, oh, yeah, you're doing charity on the pre-show, man. Like, what are you thinking? And this gave me this and the Joe MJF statement. I think I said this off the top. is like what I need in Dynamite. And I promise you I'm not going to make everything about CM Punk on this show forever. 
But what CM Punk brought to the show for me was segments like this. And I think there was a concerned effort tonight to make sure that there were segments like this. Swerve even says like, hang man, you're not in singles matches or singles feuds anymore. Like, what a wrestler. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, you're wrestling tags all the time, man. Like we know what that means. Like, but he's just putting words to it, which is genuinely nice and cathartic. And I don't know. Everything about this feud feels like it's going to work. And I don't feel like either guy can lose, which is stakes all to its own. So good. Um, well, and sorry, oh, final yeah. thing, Zoobs. Sorry, I'll just also say, you know me, and I think you as well. I love both the Brian Cage hangman matches that we've gotten before and that this is leading to their trilogy is is stakes for me. I, I Obviously, hangman's going to win on his way to swerve, but I like the way those guys pair up a lot. I loved when hangman was babbling through Team Taz and thought Cage was a genuine highlight of that feud. Uh yeah, I mean, Swerve, from the Nick Wayne thing to go right to this, this is the right feud uh, for both of them. This is the right, this, to me, this is the this is the correct, um, what these guys need to be doing. And man, like Swerve almost, he almost gets all the way, all the way into the realm of like, not even to heal here. This is almost like what, something a, a friend needed to say to Hangman Page. Yeah, like a pep like, talk. What the hell, like man? you're hitting rock bottom, man. Like, hey, you're not doing so good. Now, real quick, stepping yeah. in uh, producer mode here. Uh, yeah. Josh was looking for a lighter version of cathartic. Uh, may I suggest satisfying? Thank you. Yeah, satisfying. Yeah, that is a much better word. Thank you. Yeah, satis back. it was satisfying to hear him say that. Back to you guys. Thank you for that. That was a better <laughs> word. Um, yeah, I thought this was just exactly what the show needs. Feuds, something we've been calling for for ages. There's two that I'm very interested in. It's not. It's. I'm not asking for the world uh awesome um that's well, again, like what uh, sorry again a few margaritas in but the that that's the really that's something that the show has been missing dynamite has been missing important feuds that feel important that aren't for a title um, absolutely and that's what this felt like for me it was like oh this feels big in some way like it feels big and it doesn't involve a title and it's like it's like finally also, yeah. the drill claw that Brian Cage hits on Hangman Page to close the segment looked lethal. Um, we get some of the rest of the tournament previews here. Jay Lethal against Pentagon on Rampage. Uh, Hardy's one of the Hardy's, Jeff. I want to say, yeah, it's uh, Jeff against Joe. Is that on? That's on Rampage as well because the second round matches are on Collision. <sighs> Yeah, that's and Roddy right. has the winner of Darby and Nick. Speaking of Darby and Nick, it's time for Darby and Nick. Uh, that's our main event of the evening. Uh, man, Nick Wayne dodges that Darby dive to the front in the first half of this match. And it's like, dude, what are you? <laughs> holy moly, what does it take psychologically to just run as fast as you can, knowing you're going six feet to the floor into a barricade and i'm telling you if darby's faking sprinting as fast as he can he's a genius at it to my eyes he looks like he's running as fast as he can to open this up tonight i can't even imagine mentally doing even like doing just a flat back bump i encourage you when you're at home just try falling onto your couch face down without putting your arms down just try it like there's a mental barrier to this stuff that you have to break through at escalating levels and this is just a level of it that is hard to reckon with in some ways. <laughs> and Zoops, that set a tone. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take over here, but no, no. It, it set a tone where I thought I was going to love 
I thought we were about to break into like a TV match. I was going to adore. By the end of it, it kind of went all over the place and Christian involvement and sort of angle. It wasn't bad, but the the frenetic pace of the gate of this, I thought, was like holy smokes. I would like to agree with Bobby Burritos. I do not actually encourage you to take uh, face first bumps onto your couch and say that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was joking. <laughs> yeah, that was legally. Joke. Legally, we don't actually encourage yeah. you to do that. Allegedly, it's hard to do. Yeah, but you, yeah. I I thought that was clear that I was jo- ribbing around, Zeus. Totally. But thank I got you, it, you and but Bobby. I need my ass covered. I get yeah, it. That was. You never. Someone does a. It's a transcript goes out right, and and people somebody. Yeah. Gets lost um, the tone when you see it on sheet. Yeah, I will say I agree with you that I I thought we were headed to one thing. And I don't know that it went there. They 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 wrestled like teammates for a little bit, and he, Darby even grabs the. I thought it was weird. Like the the two styles the guys have, they wrestled a lot in terms of like there was a lot of holds and exchanges and. Um, I think with the excitement of Nick Wayne and the, and the physicality of Darby, he sort of expected one thing. And we even even in the last five minutes, Darby gets the mic and is like, you're hitting like an 18 year old. Hit me like a hit me like you want to win. Which is um, not a Darby thing to do. Grab the mic during a match. And not. a I don't know. It doesn't for me. I was like, yeah, you guys are sort of wrestling like your friends who don't want to hurt each other. Um, but you're Darby Allen. So what are we doing here? Um, yeah. I, I just don't know why this match was made. I just have no clue. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. I don't know. I, I didn't. Uh, allies. Nick Wayne has never won anything, and he's here in the world title tournament. Didn't love this too much. Uh, Christian appears, um, and then Darby ups. Darby's the willing. Darby's the one willing to up the level that this gets to in terms of intensity and pain, and uh, ends up Go verbally figure. tapping Nick Wayne at the end. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, that is correct. And there you I go. didn't think Darby it was fun. Wins. Yeah. Darby against uh, Roddy on uh, on Saturday, which is I'm just seeing now. Um, officially been told it is uh, all right for fighting, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, here's that, and it's across. This will be great because the UFC card this weekend is so blah for a pay per view that uh, a good a good collision will will help bolster that. Get a little two string screen action going. Agree with Dennis Dirty Work here. Kind of felt like they just got the match out of the way, which is a weird way to spend like a mentor, um, mentee relationship. Yeah, match. it's just in the tournament. It's like, all right, well, thanks, I guess. You but again, it, I'm sort of, you'll remember, I was anti Dax versus Cash too. Like, I, I just don't feel like it's like, I get that tournaments are the way to just like force people who are close to do it, but I just don't feel like meaningful pay per view matches are the places to do friend versus friend faction. Like, they have to feel meaningful. Like, Dax versus Cash. For all the things I've said negatively about the Young Bucks on this show, I love that they say, oh, no, we're never going to have the singles match. I think that's cool. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, that's it for, for Dynamite. Um, yeah, I think I think still feel the way I felt. Um, a good 5-2-5. Totally, 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 totally. A good 5-2-5. If this main stuff... event were just gone off, we could be looking at something different. With some stuff that I will um, absolutely remember as well, um, which is which is always big for me. It's like, will this be a memorable big thing? And I think that it was. Agreed on that as a, a good metric. Uh, okay, that's it for the show. Before we transfer the power here, um, is this correct? I think this is correct. No, sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's fit for Zoob's night. Thank you so much, everybody. How Gosh, did you like Zoob's can... night? Oh, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I like to talk and chat around. I, I, you feel like you talk a lot more. I feel like I feel like I'm talking too much. You need to get to talk it up. No, I actually really enjoyed it. I'd do it again next week. 
There you go.